always do it on my own so i gotta get through it and the only thing i know is to love what i'm doing never give up never slow till i finally prove it never listen to the no's i just wanna keep moving keep my head up when i act head up that's a fact never looking back i'ma keep myself on track keep my head up staying strong always moving on feel i don't Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today we are with Emily. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, could you tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. So I am a licensed veterinary technician. I live in Roanoke. I've been in the field for 12 years. And nine months ago, I had a baby. So I stepped back a little bit. Instead of working full-time, I'm working part-time for a vet clinic in Benton. I work there one day a week. And then I also work from home for Pet Poison Helpline uh, six to eight hours a week. And then I still kind of got bored, so started up my own business. Very cool. Um, what can you tell me about, uh, about what you guys do? Um, do you mean like with the home business or with working at the vet? Um, both, uh, because it's, okay. it's a very interesting thing, especially when dealing with animals. Mm -hmm. So as a licensed <clears throat> technician, um, I am able to do everything except to diagnose, perform surgery and prescribe medication. So at the vet clinic, I'm doing everything from drawing blood on animals, taking x-rays, giving medications, uh, inducing and monitoring general anesthesia, scrubbing in and assisting the doctors with surgeries, doing dental cleanings and extracting teeth. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So, so there is a lot. Yeah, there's, it sounds like there's a, oh, sorry. <laughs> it sounds like there's a lot that goes into that for sure. There really is, and no day is the same, so it's very interesting, too, because you never know what you're going to get to see. Very cool. So are you from Roanoke originally? Uh, originally, I was born in the San Francisco Bay Area, and my family moved to Virginia in 98. We were in Floyd County up until 10 years ago when we uh, moved up to Roanoke. Oh, very cool. So what was it like living, living there? I don't remember too much of California because I was 10 when we moved, but growing up in Floyd County was wonderful. We owned 14 acres and raised Nubian dairy goats, and we bred them, raised the kids, milked the goats. That's what I grew up drinking was goat, goat milk, made cheese. Um, we showed the goats. We did it. Um, national milk competitions. We had some goats that actually placed nationally for their milk production. Um, Really great way to grow up, uh, being on a farm, and I credit my work ethic to to that upbringing. That's very cool. Yeah, I mean it's it's not every day that you meet somebody that has worked on a farm because that you know that's that's uh, few and far between now, especially in our area. <laughs> it, um, it really is. <clears throat> what what kind of animals do you uh, work with? 
Um, at the uh, local vet, at Vinton Vet, I mostly just work with the dogs and cats, but they do see exotics. So I've helped a little bit with some guinea pigs and some bunnies, but don't do as much exotics and I will not touch snakes. It's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, I don't blame you there. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not. I won't go near one if I'm in a pet store. Yeah, no, they, I, I recognize people like them. That's great, but they're going to be over there and I'm going to stay over here. That's it. That's it. So um, I'm always curious when talking to people, especially when it comes to animals, um, what what is your favorite breed of dog? I love golden retrievers. <laughs> really? They're yeah, they're probably and dachshunds. My I grew up with dachshunds. My parents have two dachshunds right now. I have I own two mutts right now, but I do love goldens. Yeah, I'm the same way. I have I have two mutts, and then I have a um, uh, pomsky as well. Oh, okay, those are really cute. The palms yeah. and husky mixes. It's it's hard to believe that you take a dog that's little and breed him with a dog that's that's huge and you get kind of a medium-sized dog. At least that's how big he is. He's probably 45, 50 pounds. That's a nice-sized dog, though. I have a 40-pound dog and a 50-pound dog, and they're, like, the perfect size because I'm not going to step on them and trample them, but they're small enough that I can pick them up if I need to. Yeah, and and they're just big enough that when they get to be fully grown, they still think they're lap dogs. Exactly. Oh, we <laughs> had a dog in last week that was 110 pounds nicest dog not a mean bone in his body but it took two of us to restrain him just because if he wanted to go somewhere i was going with him and there was nothing that i could do to stop him oh yeah i i can imagine my my wife and i had a uh we want to say she was a pit bull mix but we got her from the spca a while a long time ago and she was she was a small puppy and then she got to be pretty big and she pulled my wife around when she walked her mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe it. They get a, they have a lot of strength in them. So, um, on your products, do you do you make your own product? I do. I formulate and hand make everything. So it's been my kitchen has looked a lot like a chemistry setup because there's been a lot of experimenting and trial and error. And then my poor dogs look at me like we have to try something again. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of products do you offer? Um, so right now I have um, liquid shampoo and conditioner, which is just kind of your basic, you know, what you think of with dogs using shampoo and conditioner. Um, conditioner isn't required for your dog, but it does help to moisturize their skin and just kind of to pamper them a little bit more, makes their coat even softer. I have a shampoo bar which comes in three different scents right now. And the benefits of the shampoo bar is I'm able to put coconut oil, avocado oil, and oatmeal into it. And I use a goat milk base for the bar. And that's really good for dogs with allergies and that need extra moisturizing in their skin. And that's what I use on my dogs. And I really like using that. Um, I have a nose and paw balm, which you can think of that as like chapstick for dog noses, the old, especially older okay. dogs that have cracked noses or cracked paws. That's really good for them. Um, I do. I make um, what I call my quick clean wipes. So if you have a dog that's gotten out and gotten dirty, but you don't want to have to give them a whole bath, you can just wipe them down with that. Ear, cl- ear cleaning wipes. 
eye cleaning wipes. Um, I have my perfume, which is just to spritz your dog with something to make them smell good in between baths. And then I just came out with, I have a dog sunscreen um, for dogs that like with pink noses or if they're missing fur. And I really came out with the sunscreen because I have a dog, one of my dogs just finished um, chemo for lymphoma and she's missing fur on her nose from the chemo. Mm-hmm. So I wanted something to protect her. And most of the sunscreens that are, we use for people are are really not good for dogs and are toxic for dogs. So I made something for her. And then I just came out. They're releasing this weekend. I'm really excited about these. It's um, two products for itchy dogs. And I've had some really good results in my test trials with that. So I'm super excited for that because itchy dogs. I feel bad for people with itchy dogs because they're just absolutely miserable and it can be really expensive to treat allergies. And um, it's, it's a mousse that you can spray and rub onto them. And so far it seems like it's working really well. Oh, wow. I'll have to try that out. Cause my, my uh, little terrier, she's got some bad allergies where she itches and nibbles at her skin. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I had someone actually they're in Florida with their little puggle. Um, it's a pug and a beagle mix. And she told me that she has been trying things for the past three years, has spent so much money on different products at the vet. And this is the first time in three years that he has slept through the night without waking up to scratch. Oh, wow. They they said he is a different dog. That's amazing. And I guess all the stuff that you make, is it organic? It is. It is. So I get all of my products um, from a company in Ohio. It's a family owned company, all organic, all natural. I'm also very careful to make sure I only use products that are safe if the dog were to ingest them. And that's where my toxicology background is helpful because things happen. You know, you'll put a product on them, they'll lick it off or they lick the bath water that the shampoo's gotten into. So everything is safe if the dog if the dog eats it. And even though cats don't need these products quite as much, everything is also cat safe. That's very cool. So when it, and and I'm curious with this because, um, uh, I, I've had cats previously and I Mm -hmm. know they hate water. So other than, you know, getting them behind the, the neck there in between the shoulders to kind of freeze them up a little bit. How, how do you get a cat? to take a bath or is that oh it's a lot of times it's you take them to the vet and they give them a sedative and they bathe them at the vet to be honest unless yeah unless you start them as a kitten and getting them used to water it's just it's so hard to bathe them and um, I've had several people buy those quick clean wipes to actually to use on their cats if they need to wipe them off because cats seem to tolerate that a little bit better than actually getting submerged in water Okay, that's very cool. I was always curious about that because I had a little kitten and um, he loved water. I, I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And some of them do. They're few and far between, but but some of them do. Now, when I'm bathing my daughter, our one cat will come right up to the edge of the tub, but he's not going to get in that tub. <laughs> <laughs> curious enough to see what's going on, but not adventurous enough to, to try it. Exactly. So, um, do you sell any of your products in store or is it just through like Facebook and Instagram? 
Um, right now I am getting into some stores, which I'm really excited about. Um, I, my products are in the Blue Moon Mercantile in downtown Salem. Um, they're in um, New Mountain Mercantile down at, on Main Street in Floyd, which I'm excited about that one. And then Unleashed uh, Dog Bakery and Boutique in downtown Roanoke is going to start carrying my products next month. I'm actually doing an exclusive scent for them. So they'll carry all of my products and then they'll have a special scent that you can only get there. So that's then, very cool. Uh, it is. I'm really excited to get in there. And then um, I do have my website, I have my Facebook group, I'm on Instagram, and then I've also been hitting up um, craft shows all around the area. So this upcoming Saturday, I'll be at the one at the Salem Civic Center, and the following week, I will be at the Berglund Center for their big spring craft show. That's very cool, because I've been, I've been following you on uh, Instagram, I believe. And oh great! I appreciate it. It's very cool to see some of the stuff that you post, and some of the. It, I think you posted some videos of you uh, making some of the product. Mm-hmm. And it's very cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, to 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 uh, find somebody who makes not only something that's healthy enough to give it to your animal, but that's local. Exactly, and I also like to you know be able to say you know I have a. I have veterinary, all this veterinary experience and schooling and licensure, um, plus toxicology. And I've had multiple vets, including one of the vet veterinarians at the oncology department in Virginia Tech. They've all tried and approved my product. So everything is also vet approved. That's very cool. So when it comes down to how you pick your product in like, um, how you pick the flavors, what are not the flavor, the, the scents, um, what mm -hmm. goes into that? So, um, lately, um, especially on my Facebook group, I've been asking people, what do they want? Cause a lot of times what I want is different from uh, what other people want. Like I have the sugar cookie scent. Oh my gosh. That is the most popular scent. It was, it's been flying off the shelf. That's not necessarily my personal preference for my dog, but other people are loving it. So I that's, try to... That's cool. I mean, how many, you know, I, I know everybody likes a, a little bit different, you know, they're, um, but what, do, you know, if you had to pick a top seller of what you offer, uh, what would be the top seller? Right now it's the sugar cookie shampoo bar. Okay. And I saw that. I mean, it's not your traditional liquid dog soap i mean it, it's like an old school soap bar it is it is and i have that i did do a video i think i posted it on instagram um washing my own dog with it because i think people worry that it's not going to lather and it's not going to clean the dog it lathers really well i almost think it lathers a little bit well um, better than the liquid shampoo. And again, the benefits to the bar is because it's a solid when I have it in a liquid state and then it hardens. But when it's in that liquid state, I can mix in that coconut oil and that avocado oil and it gets suspended into that bar. I can't, it's really difficult to put it into the liquid because the oils like to separate. And unless I start putting in some preservatives and other other chemicals to make the liquid suspend. I just don't think that's quite as healthy to use. So that's why 
if you have an itchy dog, the bar is really good. I'll definitely have to give that a shot. I was always curious about that because I've seen that and it just, I couldn't put two and two together how it would work, but the way you explain it, it actually makes more sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I said, the um, the liquid that I have, it, it's great for dogs. It cleans really well. Um, and one of the things, too, is you want to get a shampoo that's going to clean your dog but not strip off their natural oils. And this is a very gentle soap. I use Castile soap as the base, which is a plant-based soap. Uh, so it's very gentle but still cleans them. A lot of commercial shampoos or people like to use Dawn dish soap, they just strip everything off. So, yes, they clean the dog, but they also strip all their oils off. Yeah, so it kind of dries their skin out. Exactly. Which, I mean, and sometimes there's a place if they've got to use something like that, if they've gotten into a chemical or gotten into something. You know, Dawn is great for wildlife when they've gotten into oil spills. So there's certainly a place to use that. You just don't want to use it as your maintenance shampoo. Right. Yeah. And, and I know with, um, with the two dogs that I have, with the exception of the Husky mix, um, we're using oat, uh, shampoo on one. And then the, the, uh, terrier that has the, uh, the itchy skin, we actually mm-hmm. have a, um, uh, a mix that, uh, the vet gave us to mix 50-50 and it seems to help, but it doesn't seem that it it doesn't seem to last as long as you would like it to (laughs) a couple days, maybe or okay. As far as her itching. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so, like I said, it's so hard and my heart really goes out to itchy dogs and to the owners. So that's why I've really been trying with some of these products to come up with something to help relieve it i don't think there's you're we're ever going to find a cure-all but i'm hoping that some of these products at least help yeah and it's 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 rough because you know when when they itch enough they end up pulling hair out and opening Mm -hmm. themselves up and you know it makes it worse right and then you have a bacterial infection that a lot of times requires antibiotics and they keep scratching at it and yeah it just it's it's a whole vicious cycle. Now, when it comes to uh, dogs that have like the husky type um, hair, do you sell like a uh, a Furminator type shampoo? I don't have a Furminator shampoo. I will say for the really thick coats, the liquid shampoo is just a little bit easier to use because it will penetrate better. And it also just really comes down to, again, keeping that skin healthy. When they have healthy, happy skin, it helps them to not shed as much. So that's a big thing with using a shampoo that is not going to strip, again, strip their natural oils off. And you can't prevent anything. Twice a year, they blow their coats. That's just the way all animals are. They blow their coats in the spring and they blow them in the fall. So I unfortunately don't have anything that's going to keep them from blowing their coats. But if you can help keep them healthy, their skin and fur healthy the rest of the year, it will help minimize some of that shedding. That definitely makes sense. Yeah, because he is uh, he's shedding everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's 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 it, you wonder where all the hair comes from. I know. And how they're not bald when you look at all the fur that's come out. Exactly. Um, 
so it, just out of curiosity, if you had to pick a favorite breed of dog or cat, um, do you have one? Like, do I own my favorite breed right now, or, or what is my is favorite? There, is there a favorite that, that you would want at some point in the future? Yes. So, right now, I have three cats. I call them all my dumpster kitties, because they one was literally found in a cardboard box on, church, on some church steps in Salem, and the other ones are just literally found at the dumpsters, so they live with me now. They're just wow. domestic, short hairs, tabby cats, but if I had money and could own any cat, I would own a Maine Coon. They are huge cats. They get up to 20 to 30 pounds. Beautiful big cats. Wow. I think I've seen videos of those. They're huge. They are. They are amazing. They're really friendly. You don't see them often. Everybody is like, oh, yeah, I have, you know, a 15-pound cat. It's a Maine Coon. And I'm just like, no, no, we're talking about <laughs> their 20, 30-pound cats. Wow. They're just wonderful temperaments. And then one day, I've had a Golden Retriever before. I hope to have another one at some point. Um, the two dogs that I have right now... Marvel, um, like the comic books, um, I adopted her eight years ago. She was brought into my clinic with an injury, and the owners were going to have to put her to sleep because they didn't have the funds to repair the injury. So they surrendered her to the hospital, and I adopted her, and we got her all fixed up. And then she's been great until, sadly, up until last, I think it was October, she got diagnosed with lymphoma. Um, oh. Really thankful, yeah. Really thankful though to the vet school here in Roanoke and their oncology department because we got her into a clinical trial and she is in full remission right now. Very cool. Which is which is amazing. Living her best life. And then my other dog Freya is just a is a terrier mix that we found at the Salem shelter as a four month old puppy. And oh my goodness, she is the smartest dog I've ever seen. I think she's smarter than we are. Isn't it kind of crazy how the terrier breeds are just uncannily smart? I mean, they—it's they almost so like, smart. and and that's that's what she is. She's a she's a little Norfolk terrier mix, and oh, I love them. They're so cute. It's crazy. We got her, um, believe it or not, off of Craigslist, and she was. Oh no, uh, I, I believe it. People, you can find all sorts of things on Craigslist. Yeah, she she was one of those abused animals, and when we got her home, it took a little while, but, you know, it's like when you're talking to, to her, it's almost like you get the feeling she knows what you're saying, even though you, mm -hmm. she really doesn't, but she is just so smart. She'll, she talks to you. She somehow has learned to walk on her hind legs. I, I don't get it. <laughs> But it's crazy. Oh, oh, love it. I know. I can't imagine having our house without them. It always seems so lonely if they're not here for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 just having an animal period, you know, especially one that you're attached to mm -hmm. just brightens your day when you walk in from work mm -hmm. or if you're just generally having a bad day or don't feel good, they, they tend to know everything that's going on without they do you know it's crazy and they've done it, studies that people with pets often sleep better have you know lower blood pressure like they it's really is true that they're very good for our mental and physical health 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's that one relationship that you have that no matter what you do, you can yell at them, scold them. If they've done something wrong, Mm -hmm. 10 minutes later, they're right there. They're not mad at you. They done Mm -hmm. forgot all about it. (laughs) They sure do. (laughs) Yeah. My terrier tries to make me think that she's forgotten that she ate dinner or that I forgot to feed her 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Um, so as far as social media goes, where can we find you on Facebook and Instagram and what's your website? Yep. So I'm on Instagram at the clean canine. I am on Facebook. Um, again, it's just the clean canine. And then I do have, um, a Facebook group as well. It's the clean canine VIP group. And then my website is www.thecleancanine.com. And if you are local to Roanoke, if you want to order and not have to pay shipping, because that's what I hate the most right now is just shipping costs have just gone through the roof. So if you're in Roanoke, you can come do porch pickup at my house. Or if you're within a 15 mile radius of my house, I'll come deliver it to you. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's definitely been fun talking to you. I've learned more about what you do and, and, a lot of the stuff that I've seen that I didn't quite understand, I definitely understand now, and it makes a lot of sense. And we'll have to uh, uh, get a YouTube video together on uh, after we get some of your products and, and shoot those out to the YouTube channel because uh, oh, that would be, be awesome. cool. Um, but I appreciate you taking time out of your day to to talk to me. Sorry we had to reschedule. Oh hey, it's not your fault. I know how much fun technology can be. Oh yeah, yeah. Finally, we got it back up. They, they. I live in an apartment. And they were digging up the yard in the back, and I guess they hit the oh. line. Oh, so fun. <laughs> that made for a fun couple of days. I bet. Well, I really appreciate you having me on. It's been a lot of fun. Definitely, and I hope you have a good rest of the night. And uh, uh, maybe one day we can shoot a YouTube channel, a video, and then. Uh, uh, you know, maybe get together, see how the products are made and see how the, sure. to use them properly and all that. So maybe we can work something out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd love to. All right. Well, I will definitely reach out and see what we can do there. And uh, I will definitely let you know when the video get ready, gets ready to, uh, to post. It should be soon. Okay. So, okay, all great. right. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you. All you right. have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.